Hello and welcome to the last update of the year. We've got updates for OneDrive, Outlook, Planner, Stream, SharePoint, Teams, and a couple from around 365. Just like last month, I've got a Where's Clippy competition. This month's abomination came from me asking designers to come up with a frozen looking uh, Microsoft Clippy. It looks something like the ghost of Clippy's past, but if you spot him, go to the notes part of the video and then you can go fill in a form, put a couple of details in there, tell me where you spotted him. And assuming that you've got Amazon and you can have Amazon vouchers in your country, uh, I will send you a voucher if you are picked from random at, uh, at the end of next month. So I think it's time to get started. Oh, just very quickly, remember to go and have a look at the blog. This is gonna be quite quick this month and but there's still lots more over on the blog, so there's over 50 updates. Go and have a read afterwards. So we're gonna start off with OneDrive. So this is the ability to easily create a SharePoint or OneDrive uh, sh shortcut to your file, so you can select file and then push that shortcut to your OneDrive or a collaborative uh, area that you're working in. Push back a little bit, but should be here by mid-January. Create with templates. So when you create a new file in OneDrive, it's going to ask you, do you want to just create a blank file? Or uh, or do you want to use some templates which Microsoft are going to supply? Want to watch? Just to remind folks that when you see this icon here, the uh, telescope, it just means that it's a bit further out. Those are from the roadmap. Um, you have to take the details with a pinch of salt and definitely take the uh, date of a big pinch of salt. Maybe February, uh, I'll tell you more about that nearer time. Okay, moving quickly on to Outlook. So the ability to choose how many days of email you sync on your iOS and Android devices. So if we have a look here, see that we've gone into, into the settings, clicked on account, clicked on the particular account that you want to the settings for, and we've got sync settings there. Let's have a closer look. So there you go, you can now set in there, you can, you can change all the settings that you want. It's on both uh, iOS and Android. And folks, that should be with us uh, mid-January to mid-February this year. Let's see what we've got next. A few quick ones for Outlook. So Outlook for iOS, high and low importance, just the ability to put those settings on your emails when you're sending. The ability to watch your stream recordings inside New Outlook for Windows and Web. So you might be used to this in Microsoft Teams where somebody has pasted a link to a stream video and rather than having to click and then you move on and then you look at it in another window, you then see it, you instead see it inside Microsoft Teams. And it's gonna be the same. So someone's shared a link to a stream video and you can watch it inside Outlook rather than having to click uh, to click out. Do uh, uh, mid-January to mid-April, quite a big uh, gap, isn't there? But uh, I think that's so another one of those things that will save you, I don't know, 20 seconds, 30 seconds. So this, this I like the idea of saving a, a percent here, a couple of percent there time-wise, and these little efficiencies, and they build up, don't they? And as your team get better at using 365 and all these little changes come in, we just save half a percent here, a percent there, but they build up over the year across your team. Okay, so a couple to watch. Uh, coaching uh, by Copilot, Copilot in Classic Outlook for Windows, and Drafts by Copilot. So two, two things that's gonna help with your emails, creating drafts for a start, but then also um, the coaching, creating better responses 
uh, and just having, having better content. So these are, I'd say these are fairly closely related and they're both due in February next year. Okay, so moving on to Planner. So you might recognize this slide from last month. Uh, I'm not gonna go through all the, the, the details again for the new Planner and the changes that come into Planner. If you want to go and read them, go and have a look at the blog, uh, the December's blog, and then you can jump to the, the full story. But two things that are on hold. So the current tasks by Planner and To Do app is to be renamed Planner. Uh, that is on hold for now. Uh, and also projects for the web, project teams tab, and project power app, all to be renamed planner in brackets a project that's been put on hold as well. So if you saw those name changes, they've been put on hold. So exciting things to look forward to next year though. The uh, the new the new app coming to uh, to Teams. Actually, I said I wasn't going to go through all the night. Go read that if you're interested. And we've got a quick one for SharePoint new accessibility labels for SharePoint tables. So I apologize for the screenshot here. So Microsoft kindly provide screenshots in the admin center, but just sometimes the the quality isn't great on them, but I'm still grateful that, that they do. But I'm just apologizing, that's the best one I've got at the moment. Anyway, the ability to specify row and column layout, it's been, look at this, it's just a really nice interface now, but here's the bit I want to focus on. The ability to provide uh, alternate text labels for screen readers. So you can see here on the screen, I can tell uh, a screen reader what's in the actual cell. Okay, so I think that's good. Right click on a cell to access this, uh, this functionality. But I can also do this at the table level. So you can see here, I'm saying what the whole table itself is for. So I think that's, a, that's an important change uh, and I think will be welcomed by a lot of people. Uh, due early to late January 2024. Okay, so Microsoft Stream. So the just make it a little bit easier in, in in stream just to move in and out of edit and view mode you can see we've got on the screen here we've got this uh, edit button so if i just zoom in just so you can see what i'm talking about it's just here so if i if i click on that you can see the controls have all uh, appeared so all my video settings in here, here if i want to i can go back and, and preview it if i want to uh it's designed to prevent accidental edits uh to, to your video metadata Predictably, the default mode will be view, and that, folks, is should be here uh, sometime in January this year. Moving on to Teams, we have got immersive spaces in Teams meetings are ready for general availability. So I talked about these ages ago. So these are virtual spaces you can go to. Now, you've heard me talk about avatars in the past, and I think uh, they're... I, I, I like them, a lot of people don't. I like them because it means that you can you can express yourself better on camera without showing your face. It might be that it might be that you're shy, it might be that you're just not comfortable. Whatever reason you don't want to go on camera, it might be for security reasons depending on the job that you do. But you still want to express yourself. A lot of organizations don't like them, but you know, that's uh, how it is. Let's assuming that you're you are using you know those avatars. Got this setting here, let's zoom in so we, we can turn on our immersive space. And now we can all interact in this type of environment. Maybe you've got a team of virtual away day and you can have these different things set up. <laughs> Excuse me, these different rooms. I really like them, although um, I'm, I'm, 
I, I think the, the phone police in a lot of people's organisations uh, won't turn them on, but we'll see. So what else have we got here? You can use it just with your PC or your MetaQuest VR head, headset device. I can't see anyone in the workplace putting a headset on for this, but I do like the idea of us sitting around and, and, and doing this. But general availability, assuming your organisation's phone police haven't turned it off, uh, it should be uh, by the end of January. Okay, so something you will see, these new audio and video uh, options in Teams uh, meetings. So they're trying to just make it a little bit easier to get to your, your your key settings for your camera and your mic without having to go into settings. So you can see here that just this drop down next to mic, I've got all my key or my, my main uh, options inside here. Um, videos that is the same, so the camera's the same. So uh, click drop down and the main things that you would use to, to quickly make changes to your, to your video and your microphone are there. But you can see here that both of these drop downs have got the more, the more setting options. You can go in there and you can, and you can do that if you want to. And also, if you want to, you can go into the more option at the top here and here and you go the long way if you want to, but uh, the, the options come in. But you know what's going to happen, folks? It's going to start getting more and more cluttered at the top, isn't it? And then there's going to be a new update where it gets simplified, it gets rationalised down, and there's hardly any buttons at the top. And then people say, I can't find the, the settings for this, and they create a new button for it, and it starts again. But for now, I think that's a nice change, and that should be with us by the end of January. Okay, this looks great. The ability to archive Teams channels. So you've done a piece of work or a project and you want to archive that channel off. You want to keep it and refer back to it, but you want it to be locked in time. So the owners can archive these channels. So this is, I don't have a live screenshot, so I'm just guessing that the archive is going to be down here somewhere. Excuse me. They uh, they will not appear in, in the, the, uh, the team list by default, but they can be added. It makes the channel read only as you'd predict, uh, as you'd expect, but also I'm guessing it does exactly the same for the files behind the scenes. I'm guessing they're, they're read only, but I'm guessing that. I can't imagine it being anything else. Uh, you can unarchive it if you want to. You just go in and you just uh, sort of go, go to manage your team, go to channels and, and unarchive it. And folks, we should have that by late February. So it's already been pushed back once. I know I haven't told you about it before, but it's been pushed back to late February, but it looks great. Okay, another thing that looks great is this customized uh, discovery feed. So you can see here, we've got this new option at the top here, discover. Okay, let's see what we get. So it's gonna help surface information that I'm, I'm engaged with, channels I'm engaged with, people I'm engaged with. So it's gonna tell you why it's showing you this stuff. It's saying that we collaborate, I visit this channel. So it's showing me the highlights uh, from, the, from those channels. Uh, I can customize my feed bit by bit by just saying, yeah, what, what was this useful? And I can get it to send me more of what I like and less of what I don't. And if I just go back, what's going on with my video? There you go. So that's due uh, late January to February. Now let's look at some quick updates from Teams. Folks, this is not a very exciting slide, but it's some good information on here. So I've talked to you, spoke to you in the past about the ability to forward uh, chats from Microsoft Teams, comments and chats. Uh, you get the ability to, if you've got premium, that is, to turn that off and also to stop you from copying the content from chats as well. So I think that's quite an interesting, a useful uh, security feature, especially the, the ability to stop you from copying it. Uh, but premium only and should be here by late January. 
So you probably already know that you can f you go to your activity feed and you can tell uh, you can tell your activity feed. You click on the little dots and you can you can set do the settings for the channel that sent your your activity. But also you get these new settings in here, so you can just fine tune uh, what comes into your activity feed. So there you go. We go to our settings and we then just quickly just turn off all likes and reactions to, to stuff. I think this is super important. As people got more and more workloads coming into Teams, people get into it. Uh, people talk to me about the noise. It's just so noisy, and it's just this digital overload. So the ability to fine tune what comes into you, I think, is uh, is super important. Folks, that should be here by February. Okay, so you know when the new channel experience came to Teams, we lost the ability to add images to uh, announcements. And they said, well, with the uh, with the, the AI, AI backgrounds, which are currently only in America and not for the rest of the world yet, and the AI side of it makes me wonder how whether organisations going to let it through. Certainly, if you're in a government organisation or uh, an organisation where, where security is really important, will they even let that functionality through because of the AI side of it? Well, they've kind of acknowledged that. So I saw this in a post, and it talks about the ability to add custom backgrounds will be made available again in early 2024. So I read that, that even without that all that AI stuff, because at the moment the ability to upload it has been moved into designer, um, and I don't know how that's gonna look. So I think we're gonna get the ability to to add that, to, to re-add it from what, from what I see. Um, I think enough to say it here, so, so fingers crossed we do. Uh, I, when I see that or hear more about that, I'll tell you, but that's going to be really welcome. I, I used it nearly every day, uh, so it's a bit frustrating. I know people did, so let's look forward to that. Microsoft Teams chat links to open in Edge with the chat displayed alongside the web page. So this is, you send me a link in, in, in Teams. <coughs> Excuse me, you send me a link in Teams. I click it and it opens in Edge, but also our conversation is next to it. So I can look at the thing and comment on it. I think that's going to be great. Uh, push back a little bit, uh, so you should be here by the end of January. What else do we have? Simplified Compose experience for Teams. So composing messages, I can't be honest, I'm not sure how much simplifying it needs. I don't know how this is gonna look. <coughs> Whatever it is, it's been pushed back to uh, mid-February to early March. If I get a screenshot, if I see a screenshot, I'll come back to you folks and I'll add that. Uh, either to one of the blogs or to, to the next video. But uh, yeah, I don't really know what else to say about that. But whatever it is, has been pushed back a little bit. Now, for most of us now, we have in Teams, the Files app has been replaced by OneDrive. But for some of us, it's been pushed back a little bit. If you don't have it yet, it should be by late January in new Teams. This will surface and you'll see the label, uh, the, the button will be uh, OneDrive and you'll see the OneDrive experience. In classic Teams, you'll still see the files the files option, but when you click it, you'll see your, your full OneDrive. I personally really like that experience. It's a good opportunity to remind yourself and your colleagues what OneDrive is for and all the new uh, features that have come to OneDrive recently. Uh, look at my blog for that, but uh, that looks like a good update uh, and it should be completely rolled out by the end of January. Okay, so, almost there folks. Microsoft is retiring Delve in favor of, well, other stuff. 
So let's see what we've got. So they've made suggestions that when Dove retires, you use office.com, profile card, search, org explorer, if you have it, some OneDrive features. So if that sounds like a lot to get your head around, if you go and read the blog, you can see here that I've kind of broken down all the things that they say are going and what you should use instead. And if you click on the links, you'll see, it'll take you to your version of that. So I'm gonna read the blog, just go to supersimple365.com, do a search for Delve, and you'll see that page. And that retirement data is the 16th of December, 2024. So you're getting plenty of notice. Um, I can't be honest, I don't know why. I don't know why they're doing it. Um, Dalv is perfectly good, really useful. Some people get really, really good use out of it. I don't know, you know, so yeah, sure, you can find the functionality elsewhere, but you get it all in one place with Dalv? I don't know. Anyway, maybe something better will come along. Folks, that is it. Remember, if you spotted that abomination uh, that is uh, this month's Clippy, make sure you click on the link in the notes and enter the competition. Uh, and you can get regular updates in Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, uh, LinkedIn, the, the podcast, sign up for the blog or the, and, the, and the newsletter. Uh, but, oh, and threads. But folks, we're done. I hope you uh, have had a nice uh, end to 2023 and I look forward to seeing you in 2024. Thank you very much.